We're all the latest in music, fun and laughter. <laughs> Not forgetting your favorite music stars. This is the On Music with Matt podcast, where we give all the answers to your music-related questions. Why, why? <laughs> uh, truth be told, right? The sway of greeting, I stole it from someone and I liked it. So I'm going to use it on almost every episode. Either way, my name is Matt Sola and this is the On Music Mad Podcast. And I just want to start the show by saying thank you. Thank you for listening to the first episode. Thank you for sharing it with the loved ones. Thank you for all the love. I'm truly filled with nothing but gratitude. Thank you for just letting me live my damn dream. But I'm so excited to announce you can now listen to the podcast almost everywhere you like. We're on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Iono FM, Play FM, TuneIn, Deezer, Radio Public, and all the other ones that I can't remember. So you can just search on Music What Matt and subscribe. If you're new to the show, this is a podcast like no other. Every week, I get to hang out with some of the biggest hit makers from SN across the world to chat about how music has changed their lives, whilst obviously having some fun and stupid banter here and there. And joining me on the show today is an absolute fave of mine. She won an international singing competition. I'm talking about a Ryan Seacrest cover song competition. Became a glamour woman of the year at just 19. And she's here to chat all about her chart-topping songs. And obviously, I'll find out if she's single or taken. Also, I get to break my Harvard student virginity. I mean, that does not make sense, but it will as the show progresses. Music lovers, welcome, Philippa, to the podcast. Woo, 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 woo. Ooh, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. <laughs> How are you? How have you been? Phew, there's a lot that we have to catch up on today. Right. Um, I've been good, um, considering everything that's going on um, yeah. in the world right now. But I've been good. I've been keeping busy, which I think is important. Just yeah. um, keep keeping things going. All right. So you have had yourself an amazing career, I like to say, a stellar one. Um, your career started um, way differently to how many people's careers started off. Uh, you have a very unique story. Uh, let's check about. Let's chat about 2013, 2014, the day when you woke up in the morning and you're like, "All right." I think I want to record myself singing Story of My Life. What made you do that? How did that all come about? Wow. I mean, it was it was basically, you know, music's always been something I've wanted to do since I can remember since I was little. And yeah. it was a case of, you know, after, after matric, mm-hmm. I was going to really get into it. And it was during my matric year that I decided, you know what, I want to post some covers up on YouTube. I want to mm. start doing that. And um, I posted my first cover up. And then a few months later, I was like, okay, I'm going to post the next one. Mm-hmm. And I had a selection of songs that I was thinking of doing. And one, um, the One Direction Story of My Life was on yeah. that list. And somehow that song just, I just connected to it just more than the others. I thought, let me just do this one. Mm. I mean, look, I was a One Direction fan. <laughs> I, I thought the song was amazing. Yeah. You know, so of course... I, and also, it, it just connect, It just resonated with me. I kind of saw the song in a different way or heard it in a different way than mm. what it's kind of interpreted as. And I kind of saw it in like a romantic way. Mm. Um, so I thought, you know what? I really want to do this and kind of put a new spin on it with a different kind of feel. So I did that. And um, 
it was like also a really smooth process. I yeah. I, I mean, I recorded it and I got it up, and the video was awesome. Um, I did like a Pearl Harbor theme because that was again my hopeless romantic coming out, <laughs> and yeah, and then I posted it. But it was just it was literally just a follow up. I didn't know anything about the competition. Yeah. Um. I. I just posted that song because I, I happened to really enjoy it at the time and it worked. So, yeah, that's how it came about. It wasn't anything more than that. It was just I want to start posting YouTube covers and this is the song I really want to do next. Boom! Comes the comes an international competition. Um, when when I found out that you had won a couple of years ago, um, I, I I I couldn't believe that a South African person just went over and beat everyone in such a huge competition. Tell me more about um, that uh, Ryan Seacrest cover song competition. Well, it was um, something that RyanSeacrest.com was doing a lot of at the yeah. time. Um, it was cover contests and they were trying to look look on YouTube. And um, I think it was mainly on YouTube that they found videos of the, you know, of cover songs yeah. of certain certain hits. And um, somehow they came across my video and I think sure. the timing was also so perfect because yeah. I had posted it and maybe it was like, it, they saw it because it was like one of the covers that was like posted in kind of while the song was still fresh and while they yeah, were still yeah. looking for it. So they found my cover and my video and I got a message. I remember on my Facebook fan page, I had just created a Facebook fan page yeah. as well. Cause I was like, you know what, I'm going to start like <laughs> creating my social media um, platforms too for my art, you know, as an artist. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I got a message from RyanSeacrest.com and I thought it was a oh. scam because I was <laughs> thinking there's no way. Yeah. And, but I mean, it looked legitimate because like, I mean, they, they signed it off properly and everything. And I was Ooh. kind of, I mean, I read the message and I was sitting there thinking, like, how, how do they find it? But that's, I mean, the wonders of the internet, I guess. Yeah, like, yeah. You never know who's going to see your stuff. So, um, and, I, and they said to me, you know, we came across your your video and we we have this cover contest. Would you like to participate? And I was hmm. like, well, of course I would. So I replied, and then immediately, like, I was into the competition and yeah. It was, yeah, and it was a really, it was a really stressful, to be honest, because it was all public voting based and it was Ooh. such a, it was so intense because like you could see the votes and you could Ooh. almost it, see who was ahead of who. <laughs> so that's like, of course, a stressful thing because you yeah, kind of yeah. like see your, your name pop up, go down, pop up, go Ooh. down. And so that was, I mean, it was also exciting at the same time yeah. and um, it was, from there, I mean, I, I I couldn't have done it without the support from, you know, from SA because yeah. everyone was really behind me in voting, and um, you know, it was all over radio and everything. And I think I think it was honestly the South African people that got me got me nice. to win it because it nice. was all based on public votes. So yeah, that was really amazing. Because I also checked, uh, you, there's a couple of people from. All over the world, people are saying, "Oh, showing love from Australia, showing love from whatever." When they're commenting on the on, on the on mm -hmm. the video, like, "Oh my goodness, you sound so nice. This is my best cover." Um, how how was the love for you? Like, how did you react to such an amount of love? Wow, it was it was actually unbelievable at times yeah. and overwhelming because you know you you actually can't believe that there are people out there that are really enjoying 
um, your voice really yeah. doing your artistry. So it's something that really it was also really humbling because it just mm. it just shows you as well that you know as an artist you're nothing without people supporting you. You're nothing mm. without people hearing you. Yeah. So having fans and having people support you in that way is literally like one of the greatest feelings because that's all you can hope for as an artist to mm. be able to reach out to people and have them appreciate your art. So it was it was amazing. It was I, I was like very overwhelmed with all the love. People were incredibly supportive and it meant a lot. Perfect. So was it that moment where especially after you won you were like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing? Was it like a sort of confirmation? Or do you always know that music is your vibe and you want to do that for the rest of your life most probably i've always known it to yeah. be honest like since i was like eight years old it's mm. it's been the thing in my life that has been constant and i knew it from the get-go and i'm lucky because i think a lot of people don't really know what they want to do with their lives and at such a young age i already knew like this is everything i want yeah so it's never been something i've questioned like being able to just do music has always just been something i've wanted oh so how how did your fa- your family react obviously um to you going into the competition to then winning it were they like super ecstatic what was the mood in jay around the time in your life it was it was great my family has always been super supportive of mm-hmm. my of my music and yeah. especially my parents they have from day one continuously supported me been there been there through it all um so i've been very lucky i think it's sometimes very difficult to to find that kind of support from family yeah. especially when you're in this industry it, it can be difficult but my parents um from the get-go and my whole family really they've they've really been supportive and at the same time kept me grounded so during this competition i mean everyone was just excited like my family was kind of we have a family chat yeah. so it was just we were just always chatting and always like you know they were always saying that they that they voted this week oh, and they were like, sending love and all of that. So yeah, it was it was a good it was a good energy, yeah. very good energy. So you say this was just after matric, right? So mm-hmm. after you leave high school, a lot of people at your school know you, and going on to such a massive competition, a lot of people from your high school obviously know you, classmates and so forth. Um, mm-hmm. h- how was it? In, in, in your circle of friends, you know, because now they have a, 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 a friend who is legit an international star, if we could say. Was there like any difference in, in how they behaved or everything was just the same with them? Oh, no, it was just the same. I <laughs> I would, I mean, I've always, I've always had like a small group of friends yeah. too. Um, so um, I wasn't really... I wouldn't say like in high school that I was necessarily, I, I was quite quiet and like yeah. um, kind of, you know, I had my best friend with me and then just literally another few friends. So it, and I mean, they were super close to me and they were very supportive and, mm. but it was, it was like the same just because I think when your friends do know you and you, you've spent so many years together that it's, it's not like they don't change. Yeah. I mean, they true. just, they just remain supportive, but they don't really change. Yeah. So, yeah, it it didn't it didn't change that dynamic mm. for sure. It was the same. Yeah. So to be quite honest, you've been very busy ever since you you started your 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 music career. Um, you have done mm-hmm. quite a lot of things. 
uh, you've even went along to sing the national anthem for Portugal at a friendly soccer game. Are you a soccer fanatic? Uh, I, honestly, I'm not into sport at all. Like <laughs> I, I'm even growing up, I was that kid that was like, I refused to play sport. I was yeah. just like into the arts. I was like, I would rather draw than go and like play a sport. So yeah. it was. I think I've never really been into sport, but I, I would say that soccer is definitely the one thing that I really support. Mm. Um, so when it comes to the World Cup, I'm like definitely. Um, I, I watch the games because they're yeah. really. I think they're really fun true, to true. watch. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm not really like major into it. I wouldn't say that I, I regularly watch it. I think the World Cup is like the only time I'm really invested. But I would definitely say soccer is the one sport that I would that I can watch. I think I don't know. I'm bad with with every other sport, really. I think you and I are almost similar when it comes to that. When I was in in in, in primary school, I used to play sport, but not because I was good at it, because. I thought it was something cool to do, but besides that, I was in the choir for like six years. I was doing yeah. all the other arty stuff, so I just did exactly. sport because it just felt cute. But besides that, I I sucked. Mm -hmm. I sucked, and I yes. hate soccer. <laughs> oh yeah, well, I I hate yeah. soccer, but I do watch the World Cup because I think it's exciting, mm -hmm. you know. But besides that, yes. no, yeah, yeah, on a, on a normal day, you won't see me. Just sitting there watching soccer. Uh -uh, I'd rather exactly. find something uh, cute to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm the same. Uh, you won't catch yeah. me watching sport on a normal day. So on a normal day, what would you just do if you're not doing music? Oh, okay. So like just if I'm not doing anything with my music, yeah. I, I'm i definitely the type that like I love to hang, hang out with someone. Like one-on-one, -on -one, mm. just spend time with someone I love. Like I love doing that um you know hanging out with a friend going for coffee i'm a foodie so nice. like having a great meal yeah um i love like watching movies going to the movies is one of my favorite things to do mm. i just love the whole experience of a theater and popcorn and same here <laughs> right it's so it's that that's the kind of stuff i like doing but very yeah. um very personal i'm not the type like you won't really my go-to isn't like a festival True. or um, a club or something like yeah. that with like a lot of people I, I like keeping things low-key and I like spending one-on-one -on -one time with people. I really enjoy that. Oh, nice. So how have you been finding it now that you're not just Philippa the girl from next door, you know, you are Philippa the artist, you know, and uh, you, 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 you are famous to a certain extent, if, if I could say. So how do you find maybe going to the grocery store Maybe at the beginning of your career, just when you had won the competition and you were on newspapers on the radio, how was it going to the store where people come in and say, "Oh my goodness, it's you!" Or you had to like hide. How's that vibe? I always, I always want to know. <laughs> well, actually, it was pretty normal. I think the the weird thing is, um, I don't know. I've maybe I've never noticed it, but I mean, yeah. I, there were people that did recognize me and came up to me, but. I didn't have to hide or it wasn't anything yeah. crazy like that. Um, so people did recognize me, but it was like everything was really calm and relaxed. Um, the I think the only thing that got a bit weird was social media. Um, yeah. I I did have some some weird like uh, kind of interactions there True. that were a bit, bit scary um, to, to kind of, you know, yeah. stuff like that that i mean but everyone gets it as well so mm. but it wasn't different i think it was it was pretty relaxed um 
I don't know. I, I don't. I don't really see myself as famous. It's so weird, but like I, I don't. I still feel normal. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't really look out for that kind of stuff. You know, like oh, does someone recognize me? Or, yeah. So, yeah. All right. So and then you started releasing your own music shortly after after that, and mm-hmm. um, 2014, to be quite honest, was a a hectic year for you because you went on. To be part of the top ten glamour woman of the year, and I like to believe that you were the youngest that year. How did that come around? That was—I mean, I was just reached out to. I think because yeah. of all the kind of um, attention that that, of course, the competition got. It mm-hmm. was a lot of press coverage and all of that. And I think, um, you know, I think these kind of awards, people do look to people that you know are. are Doing well in their field, you know, yeah. particularly for that award, and you know, I was reached out, and it was it was an incredible honor. It was, you know, it's always amazing to receive any kind of, um, you know, award or you know, have anyone recognize you for what you do. So that was really, really great, and it was such a super, super cool evening too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I I enjoyed that. I mean, it's. I also love the glitz and glam. I'm definitely, <laughs> I'd say, a girly girl. So got to dress yeah. up, which yeah, we got to dress up, which was also really fun. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's look, it's it's always an honor to to receive anything. It's always an honor to be acknowledged for what you do. Nice, and you rub so shoulders. Really great. Uh, so yeah, man, indeed, and you rub shoulders with the likes of uh, Tulima Donsen <laughs> and uh, the likes of Kim Engelberg, which are like very really, like cool people to to be around. I yeah. I, I just wonder. The type of conversations that you guys were having on that night, like, I'm really. I wish I was a fly, maybe there on the wall, just to hear what you ladies were chatting about. So, uh, yeah. you, you have been busy, as I, as I've said. You know that 2014 mm-hmm. was 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 really a, a big year for you. Um, you you started releasing your own music. Chills um, was uh, the first song that you released globally. Mm-hmm. Um, how how was Your nerves, if there were any, because you are now not just releasing covers; you are releasing your own art. Uh, prior to mm-hmm. you releasing, were you maybe like nervous at all? You just like, ah, let's just see how it will perform, or ah, I'm fine. Let's just let it out to the world. Yeah, I think I think you'll always be a little bit nervous mm. to to some extent, just because you know when it is your own stuff, it's it's. It's a little bit of you that you're kind of putting out to the world, yeah. and because art is such a like, I don't know, it's it's you never really know who's gonna like it, who's not. It's never something that's guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I think you're always kind of nervous in that way, just because you're you're really hoping that people enjoy it. You're hoping that it you know it does well to an extent, but of course it's also you don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. So I was like, I was like excited and a bit nervous, but it was all good nerves. It wasn't anything um, negative. It was just you know the kind of the kind of nerve of like oh wow I'm actually releasing something. It's my first single and wow that's really cool and I hope people like it. So it was more that kind of feeling. Yeah, and then you continue to release more music. Continue to release more music. Mm-hmm. Um, working with a Grammy award. Winning songwriter Pam Shane, um, who has worked with the likes of Christina Aguilera, how did you meet her? Um, 
gosh, it's like it's one of those things that it's like through someone, through someone, through someone. Um, yeah. I actually met her through an A R N R person here in SA. Mm-hmm. Um, because of course, I think that's the cool thing about the entertainment industry because it's somehow connected to True. other parts of the world. Yeah. And, um, also because I was, I mean, after 2014, things happened so quickly. I didn't really have like, you know, a plan. Yeah. Especially because. You know, I just finished school, and I didn't really. And this kind of, you know, the conversation just happened, and it wasn't anything I planned for. So hmm. after that, I, I took time out to really think, like, what do I really want to be as an artist, though? Like, what do what do I want my music to be like? And that's why I took some time out to to um, you know figure that out and to meet with different teams to try different things to yeah. um, also develop my own writing skills and. I mean that does take a while, I think, to get to that place. Um, and of course, I'm also super fussy, so that was also very <laughs> difficult because I didn't want to just, you know, I didn't want to yeah. release anything that I didn't love or that was didn't feel 100% right to me. Because I always say, like, release what you, you know, the best you can do in that moment. Yeah. So yeah. of course you'll keep growing as an artist, but in that moment, like, you should believe that this is the best I can do right now, and I'm happy with this to release this because I think. You never want to regret it. You, know, yeah. you never want to regret something that you put out there. So um, yeah, it took me a bit of time, and I was meeting up with different people. I was being referred to different people. Yeah. And eventually, I met up with an A and R guy who then knew of of Pam, and Pam also um, kind of knows a few South Africans because she was married to a South African man oh, for a long time, nice. and she's actually from New Zealand. Mm-hmm. So it's it's so funny how that happens, but you know that's how you kind of meet different people. And she's yeah. been in LA for a very long time now. So I decided to meet up with her on Skype and just um, chat about writing and see what happened. And then I decided to then go over there and actually write with her and sit mm. down with her. And we really have a, a great connection. And we. Yeah very much on the same page when it comes to that and which is very important you need chemistry with people you co-create with and me and Pam well Pam and I just had a really great connection from the start so nice. I really love writing with her and that's kind of how that started and to be quite honest uh, Little White Lie was a smash on South African radio charting legit everywhere playing just about everywhere um, do you remember the day after you had finished recording it or maybe the moment when you heard the final mixed version of the song just before it was released how was your reaction when you heard the final product before everyone else i was really happy and yeah. excited to kind of get it out there um yeah i think again it was like it's it, it's always like a step and i think when you hear your own music and you hear the end products of it, it's always an amazing feeling because you've been there through the whole process of it, yeah. and now it's a completed thing. So it, it's it's always an amazing feeling to kind of have it finished and have it ready. So um, it it was great, and of course, like it was another original song, and I was growing, and I was really happy where it was. So I think it's always going to be a good feeling every time you. You have something completed, you hear it, like yeah. complete, completed. Yeah, it's always gonna be good. So I think it was also back in 2016 or 2017. I don't remember uh, quite uh, uh, frankly when it was. Um, one of my friends tweeted me, and he said 
Matt, there's a song that uh, that was playing on TV. It says something along the lines, I will, if you kiss me, I'll kiss you back. And then I text <laughs> him back. I'm like, oh, that's definitely if Philippa boys were girls with boyfriends. And because to be quite honest, I relate to that song because it's one of my favorites. Um, I, I, I really, really love it because um, the message there is, is, is very true to a lot of my situations when it comes to dating and stuff mm-hmm. always attracted to people with people so it's 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 yes. it's, 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 it's it's always like one of those things uh, when you wrote uh boys or girlfriends was it a real story or was it just one of your creative um you know juices flowing out um, definitely, it's it's always a personal experience when I write. Yes. So everything that I do write about is complete, and I love to be specific. So yeah. it's completely true to something I went through, and sometimes it can be exactly what I went through. I like being like I really do like being specific. Like yeah. um, in that song in particular, there was an actual day where I met up with him for lunch and he was wearing a white T-shirt and he has blue eyes, and I put that in there. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely I love doing that and I think um, you know even if it's risky because I feel like boys with girlfriends was a little bit risky and I did have people kind of say that I was promoting cheating and stuff like that so it does get a bit of a it gets a bit sensitive because I think you can offend people especially when you're singing about something that's not necessarily clean Um, but I you know it was something I went through and um, no I wasn't promoting cheating and I never did anything to jeopardize that relationship their relationship but it was just me expressing what I felt you know because honestly we do have those feelings we can't really help who we do fall for and yeah um, unfortunately I did have a crush on someone who was taken and it was one of those I think the song was also a way of me to deal with it and process mm. it and and it was also a bit of a fantasy of mine you know of you know I do like you and you know if you did make a move you know I wouldn't stop you kind of thing but of course yeah. that's like more of a fantasy if music can you can you can push the boundaries there, you know. Um, it's not necessarily something I did, but it's it's something that was definitely going through my mind. Yeah. So, yeah, and that's why you know I do I do write about these things, and I'm very honest and very transparent. And I think yeah. it can it can upset some people, but it's also I have to be true to myself. And I, like you said, there are people out there that can relate to that, that exact mm. thing because we're all human. We all um, think things like that and most people won't admit it but I feel like a lot of us yeah. do think things like that and a Indeed. lot of the times we you know we get into situations that aren't necessarily easy to deal with so yeah, yeah that's why that song came about it was definitely something I, I was dealing with and I had to kind of let go of it and yeah. get some closure through the music it, it's really so it's so beautiful how you guys um, are able to write, right? And um, when you write, it's like maybe you are telling my story that I've never told you before. Uh, or the, the song that you wrote, the lyrics, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. touch me so much and they're so personal or they, they, they make me so emotional or whatever. Do you have like a specific writing process or you just write? Yeah, I think that's the beauty with music, right? Um, we're all people, and yeah. that's why a song can relate to so many people out there. Hmm. 
that's what I love about it because yeah. if someone out there can listen to my music and think, wow, I relate to that. That's literally me. That's the greatest feeling as an artist to know mm-hmm. that you touched someone. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, you kind of are singing funnels and they can find like closure through your music. And that's amazing for me. Um, but yeah, I think my writing process is, like I said, super transparent. I yeah. love to be, to put my heart out there and be, even if it's not the greatest thing, I, I like to be honest. And, yeah. you know, some people like it, others won't, but that's just how I like to write. And um, also very conversational, again, very detailed, very specific to what I went through, what I was feeling. So I go into the writing, um, into a writing session or my writing process usually starts with a concept. Yeah. Um, definitely knowing what I want to write about. And of course, when you have that, you can get a vibe for everything else. You can get a vibe for tempo, for melody, for production, what you kind of feel the mood is. Mm. So that's usually how I do it. I go in with a concept. Um, I'm very lyric orientated. Mm-hmm. So I tend to jot down a lot of lyrical lines. And mm. um, I, I love also starting a song just with a title, you mm. know, because that also really inspires a lot. So. Yeah, I think that's 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 the one thing that I usually start with is the concept. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, we're still gonna chat about your your recent music. We're still gonna talk, chat about Harvard, which I'm really excited to chat about, and uh, all the other things. But right now, I want us to quickly break our way and uh, play a game that I call Celebrity Real or Rubbish. Okay, so okay. I have I have thirty seconds on the clock for you five true or false questions and all you have to tell me is whether they're real or rubbish and these are very simple tailor-made for you and you'll be going head to head with all the other artists will be on the podcast as soon as the leaderboard is available do you have any questions um right so i just say true or false if it's right yeah Yeah, you just say real or rubbish yes perfect oh real Uh, or rubbish real or rubbish Uh, let me put on the Stopwatch, cause your thirty seconds, Felipe begins uh, now. Is it real or rubbish that Unati was part of the twenty fourteen Glamour Woman of the Year? Oh my word! I'm on the spot. Real. It is indeed real. Is it real or rubbish that your cover <laughs> for One Direction has over two hundred thirty YouTube views? Two hundred thirty thousand YouTube views. Real. Indeed. Is it real or rubbish that you have fans in Singapore? Is it real? It is indeed real. Is it real or rubbish? Ed Sheeran announced the birth of his son. Real. It's actually rubbish. It's the daughter. 30 seconds is over. Damn it. One last one. Uh, One last one for fun. Uh, Is this real or rubbish? That Josh Levi is a US X Factor finalist or what? That is real. That's indeed real. So you got one, two, three correct and uh you got one wrong so you got 60 percent congrats congrats oh that that's terrible i used to like really i used to hate getting 60 percent in school that was the worst <laughs> well at least be happy that you did not get anything wrong for your questions like related to your music or something like extremely close to you so that is going to be something else this is true <laughs> i knew ed sharon had it i forgot if it was a girl or a boy and i thought if I say rubbish, because <laughs> I know he has a kid, so I was just yeah. like, you know what, it's fine. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just go for this. That that one was a real mind game because I knew that if you know you have thirty seconds of the time, and yes. I just you know I put you on the spot, is you're going to be oh my goodness, is it real? Is it rubbish? 
Yes. And then you doubt yourself because you think like, wait, I know this answer, but wait, is exactly, it really? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's chat about um, your recent songs, right? Because after um, Little White Lie and after uh, Boys with Girlfriend, Girls with Boyfriend, Boys with Girlfriends, I don't know why I keep on saying boys or boyfriends. Uh, girls or boyfriends. Boys or girlfriends. Uh, you you released you released three other songs. Um, tell me boys. about that because you your focus was releasing those songs in the US. Um, why did you feel it was important for you to capture that market? I think it was also because I was working with a lot of the US teams and mm. um, for for those for those songs and. I thought, you know what, I really want to branch out and see what happens in different kind of territories and different yeah. um, different places too. So I think it was it was just a combination of things, and especially for the exact genre that I was that I was doing. I mean, it's big in the US, and I thought, you know yeah. what, let me let me try. Um, I, it was more just to branch to what what there um, that I can do to get my music to a wider audience too. So. Um, yeah. That that's why that's why I did that. All right. So tell me about your latest song, "Do Something," uh, which was out. Tell me more about your song, "Do Something." Basically. Yes. Okay. So I'm super excited with about "Do Something." Um, it was written last yeah. year in LA, and it was such a cool mm-hmm. writing session because it it happened so quickly. It was so smooth. Um, and again, it was it was something I was dealing with at that time that I wrote it, and I knew exactly yeah. that I wanted to write about it. And um, usually, with writing sessions, um, you know, I love to talk about talk things out with people. That's when you kind of like mm-hmm. lay everything out on the table. You tell them exactly what you're experiencing, what you want to write about, your feelings around it. Because of course, like you know, you, you have to be vulnerable with the people that you're in the room with because they're they're co-writing. Yeah or co-producers they they need to know what's in your head so um mm. it was like it was super fun it just felt like i was in a room of friends just chatting about my my uh, frustrations and i it was mm. it it's about something i was going through where i call it a pending romantic relationship because i had no idea what was happening it was one of those that was yeah. completely just mixing signals everywhere all the time and i actually got to a point because i'm the type ever. of so annoying and i got to a point where you know i was thinking like i just want to know what's up you know just just either do something or don't but it's chilled but i just want to know because i'm also the type of person i like to know where i stand because i cannot handle Mm. the feeling of not knowing what's happening or where i stand with something and of course i don't want to be wasting my time either so um Mm I, I wrote do something and it was also a way for me to get it off my chest kind of get my frustration out but if I did it from a place not of not from an angry place or trying to bash someone necessarily it just came from a yeah. place of you know I'm powered and I know what I want so like if you know what you want cool but if you don't like you know I'm not gonna be wasting my time really so I kind of I, I did it from that angle you know like it's 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 not necessarily like that i was upset about it or angry about it it was just i just wanted to know what was up so yeah and that's basically how it came about perfect i loved it love the song love the brand new song um i am excited about what we're gonna chat about now because 
I have not spoken to anyone about Harvard University uh, besides us saying, oh, it's a cool university or whatever. But now mm-hmm. I'm talking to someone who is about to graduate, correct? Yes, correct. All right, tell me, how, how did Harvard come about? Did you always want to go to Harvard or did you just wake up one day and you're like, all right, let's go to Harvard? <laughs> well, honestly, it was a case of, um, I, after matric, I mm-hmm. took a year, so 2014 was actually a year that I was, um, I did go to college. I went to um, theater college though. Um, I thought, you know yeah. what, let me actually go and pursue a degree in what I love doing. And I think from that year, I kind of realized, you know what, um, this really isn't for me, weirdly enough. Um, yeah. I mm-hmm. think study-wise, I'd actually like to do something completely different, something that could stimulate mm-hmm. me in other ways and something that I could also do while I do my music. So I yeah. wanted to find a program that I could get that would also be quite quite vast, quite um, that would give me opportunity in many different fields, really. And I thought, yeah. you know, I also wanted to get my degree, but be able to do it all online so that I wouldn't, mm. I could do my music wherever I needed to go. If I needed to be in LA, I needed to be here, I could still finish a degree. Um, and that's also what I struggled Ooh. with in 2014 because I had to be on campus and it was actually, you know, clashing with my music stuff. And I, I also didn't want to mm. be in a position where I'd miss class. Um, to, to go do an interview or, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So I was looking for programs online and I came across Harvard. And of course, um, that sparked my interest because it's, it's, a, it's a very prestigious college. And um, I thought, you know, if, if I could get a degree through Harvard, it would, it would be very beneficial for me and generally all over the world, wherever I kind of ended up. So um, they had a, an extension school um, partition and it was basically for international students and it was it was an online option for people that couldn't necessarily yeah. be on campus or so I did that and I enrolled and um, I I got my degree after all this time I enrolled in 20 end of 2015 and I've been yeah I mean I was it's, it's, it's been a long process also because there were on-campus requirements too. And for international students, they only allowed you to come into the summer. So it had to be two summers instead of one. So I could have finished it like already a year ago, but because of that requirement, I had to wait it out. But I got all my credits and this year I was actually supposed to finish my last semester on campus in Boston, but I couldn't because of COVID. So they actually... COVID is a right? mess. So they actually allowed me to to um, get my on-campus credit, my last not last on-campus credits, but online, which was great. So Perfect. I'm Perfect. yeah, and I'm graduating now in November, and I'm super proud because I managed to do it. I had classes at like three in the morning; those were like the times. Sure. So because of the time difference, of course, like things were were crazy. Yeah, yeah. But I, I managed to do it, and I still got to do my music in between. So I'm really grateful. Congratulations. That's really amazing, you know, just getting to wake up at 3 a.m. and not just to write music, but actually study, mm-hmm. knowing how much studying... I, I don't like school. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just, just knowing how much studying is. So congratulations to you. 
Thank you. Yeah, I mean, discipline. You need it. Yeah, this. you really do. Indeed, indeed. So tell me, is there a song that you you've listened to and you're like, who? That's a nice song. I wish I was the one who wrote or sang that song. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's been a few. Um, mm-hmm. Wow, I can't think of like one. Okay, actually, recently, I would say if the world was ending, Julia Michaels and JP Sachs. Ooh. I would have loved to have Ooh. written that because Ooh. I think it's it's so beautiful Ooh. and so timeless. It's beautiful. Yeah. That song Ooh. is like a recent one. Oh. Indeed, that's a very nice mm-hmm. song indeed. And out of your songs, do you have one that you just like, Ooh, nah, this one is timeless, this one will go on forever. Even if I never write, but the fact that I've released the song, this is the song, this the song pants. Yeah. Um, you know what, I think, I think I haven't gotten that song yet. Like I do have it, I do have mm. that song, but it's not one I've released mm. yet, just yet. So oh, wow. I think, mm. yeah, I think I, I, I do have it, but of course like, I don't know, I'm also the type that I think I'll keep thinking that I can do better, you know. So that's why it's difficult for me to say. Yeah, you did say you're quite fast. Yeah, so yeah. I think I think it's difficult for me to really say that there's a song right now that I could say is like that song. I think every artist has their song, you know. Um, so I wouldn't yeah. say that's my song, but that, that I've released my song just yet. But I think it's definitely coming. So since you are a, a, a very... Uh, picky and fussy person as you say I want to see how this is going to go down do you have a song of yours released or unreleased that you didn't really really like but it's it's there uh, to be honest I'd say chills mm-hmm. just because um, I think because I was I was so young and um, I mean looking back at it now I think that's like the one song that I'm mm. like I kind of cringe a little bit I think Everyone has that one song yeah. that you cringe just a little bit when you're listening to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, I think I think it would be chills just because also the other stuff that I've released recently has also been more of me in it, whereas chills wasn't written by me; it was written by other people. So it was it was kind of it felt like I was singing mm. someone else's song, and I think it makes a difference when you have when it's your piece as well when you have like. When you're kind of there from the beginning of how it's how it gets made, um, so yeah. yeah, I'd say chills. Also because it was like it, it's very different to my style now. I would say, and um, mm, yeah. that it, it is a it is a bit it's a little bit more bubblegum, <laughs> I can say like a bit more bubblegum pop. <laughs> yeah, I get you. But I yeah. still I still yeah. do love it, and I still love how how it did, you know. And at the time, it was right. But right now, yeah. I, w- I wouldn't release it if I had to right now. Hmm. Yeah. All right. So the main, you know, objective like of the podcast is really to sit down with artists and try to find out how music has changed their lives. Um, how has music changed your life? Oh, wow. Um, I think it's, it's become a part of me more than anything. I, I don't really mm. think it changed my life. I think it's been my life. Um, because it's been something mm. that's been there for so long that it just yeah. feels like it's part of me as opposed to something that happened to me. Um, so mm. yeah, I think I think it's just always been part of who I am, um, even as a kid. So yeah, I think that's the answer. Like it's it's it hasn't really changed my life just because it's been it's yeah. been my life. It's been kind of all I know. <laughs> Perfect. 
Yeah. That's, that's beautiful. That's really beautiful. <laughs> and the first time your song played on the radio, mm -hmm. what did you do? I just got excited and I like put it loud and then I just recorded it and took a photo. <laughs> I think that's yeah. like the first thing like anyone does. It's just like, what? That's me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and then you just put it yeah. loud uh, and just like enjoy yeah. it, you know, like listen to it and like, that's cool. That's really Yeah. So as much as you said you, 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 you're not like a festival type of girl, you know, you, 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 you rather go out and watch movies. Mm -hmm. But end of the day, right, you are a, an artist. Mm -hmm. Is there like a music festival local or abroad uh, which you'd like to headline eventually oh wow of course like coachella just because it's coachella yes. <laughs> um that would be yeah. cool um uh, but like even even anything here like even rocking the daisies like there's such big festivals like all over the world and even mm -hmm. in south africa that yeah. are really cool so i think anyway i think it's also i love performing live it gives you it's such an amazing feeling and I hope that we can do it soon again because um, I know yeah. that that's really that the kind of the position the world's in now it's very difficult mm. to continue those kind All of festivals right. so yeah yeah I I definitely like any one of those really I'd be really happy to perform at. Mm. so when it comes to collaborations um, if mm. there was any artist dead or alive which you could collaborate with who mm. would it be Oh my word, okay. Dead or alive, I definitely Michael Jackson. Mm. He's like he's my hero. I love Michael Jackson. I think he was yeah. he's like he was something else. Um, as a musician. He mm -hmm. was phenomenal. Um, and his music to me is timeless and he was so ahead of his time. It's crazy. So mm -hmm. Michael Jackson, but like someone alive, I would say Choice Van. Mm -hmm. Love him. Oh yes, yes. Um, let me let me try to think of a a jam sandwich collaboration. I, I love jam sandwich collaborations. Let me see. I want to find like a different. Would, would would you would you would you collaborate with like a a G Easy? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Like a, a, a nice, I don't know, hip hop song, mm -hmm. and then you come in with the vocals. Oh yeah. Cool. You think that'd be yeah, nice? Yeah, for sure. Those are those are awesome. I think that'd be nice as well. Yeah, yeah. that that's also fun because it's like you can combine different yeah different things to it, and a lot of artists actually have kind of entered the world and that kind of with with mixing stuff like either singing in a house song or um, you mm. know a hip hop song or something, which is which is really cool. It's, it's great to also try different things and try different genres. It's, I would totally. Has has anything weird happened to you while you were performing? Can be weird, can be funny, can be strange. While you were there on stage performing, maybe I don't know, lights go out, mic falls and stops working. Uh -huh. Has anything of that sort ever happened to you? I think the one thing that I can think of right now is I was one time wearing this like silky kind of cape that went over. I was wearing like a jumpsuit and then this like silky skirt that yeah. attached at the back, and um, my yeah. heel actually pierced through the skirt um and it was so i couldn't walk properly but meanwhile i had to walk across <laughs> the whole stage but i was like trying my best but my heel was literally oh like snap like pushing and pulling my skirt and i was like this is bad <laughs> so i actually ended up i wasn't supposed to but i ended up sitting for one of the songs actually to sneaky get it off you know and un unclip it and then eventually i got up again yeah. halfway through it. it's like improvising but 
that that happened and that was very uncomfortable like trying to sing but also you're not really able to walk but you kind of have to still look like you can class so, yeah that happened yeah oh man oh man so tell me how do you think you'd like to be remembered wow i would like to be remembered for having made an impact whether it's on to to one person's life to a few people um just having had my music somehow um somehow touch someone somehow um yeah. change someone's life like whether it's like cuz i know a lot of people you know artists really make such a difference in their lives and they they find like peace and they find comfort in their music and i mean i've i've done that like some artists like i really their music's like changed so much for me and um just makes me happy or makes me feel better when i'm sad like stuff like that and i think yeah. forming that kind of relationship with your audience and your fans like i'd like to be remembered for that like even if it's just one person that remembers me and goes you know what that that artist like helped me get through something mm. that would be like enough for me who's who's that artist for you that you listen to just like Ooh. yeah you i love you so much michael jackson for sure Oh yeah. Um yeah, you did say that he is. Yeah, there. and when I was 12, like I I like discovered his his like greatest hits album and I really listened to him for mm-hmm. the first time like properly because I mean growing up I knew of everyone and I used to listen to everything. Um yeah. but I think it's I think when you grow up or you get to a certain stage and you listen to something again, you hear it through different ears if that makes sense and yeah. um he like really he really inspired me and I just like like I was obsessed. I I became like super obsessive over it and I would play Michael Jackson for like that whole year. I was just like Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson. Nice. So I think yeah. he, he I would say him for sure and he also his music found a way to just really like make me happy. Like it it just got me, got to my feels. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. And and it healed the world. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Like he's the oh. song makes me cry every time I hear the song. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, just before I let you go, I have five random questions for you that I'm going to fire right now. Are you ready? Awesome. I'm ready. Go for it. All right. So are you, are you single or taken? I am taken. All right. What's the worst thing you have ate? Ooh. Um, Brussels sprouts. I don't like them. Oh, I think for me, for me, Marmite. Oh, yes. I Wait, hold on. Thing. Your eyes. <laughs> Marmite and Bovril. Like, Ew. <laughs> I'd rather take Brussels sprouts no, over you. those. Oh, it's so gross. Not a, you, not a vibe. And, and you actually have, and we actually have people who, who actually love Marmite. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, how do you like that? Oh, I agree. It's so, it's so gross. I agree. <laughs> who is your celebrity crush? Ooh, um, definitely Zac Efron. Since High School Musical, like, I am a loyal Zac Efron. He's like my first and ultimate, you know? Yeah. yeah. Do you still do you still remember like any uh, high school musical? Oh, 100%. All of them. It's like it's like a family favorite here at home. Mm-hmm. So like whenever it plays, they want to watch it all the time yes. and sing along to those songs and uh, That was me. You know, it, it never gets old. No, yeah? it never gets it old. Never gets it's old. like Greece, like it never, it never gets old. Yeah. yeah. It never gets old. So, which song not yours are you currently obsessing with right now? If I hated you by Fletcher. Mm. Yeah. I um, should check that out. You should check it I'll out. Check she it out. she's amazing. She's super cool. Mm. So yeah. 
So if I hated you back later, that's that's a goodie. How do you like your eggs? If you even eat eggs, I hate them. Really, I love eggs. Um, I would say fried and then scrambled, but only if I fry them. I don't like fried eggs at a restaurant, but like only my fried eggs, because I have like a specific way of doing it. <laughs> Same. I I don't like eggs. But whenever I have eggs, I want to be the one who makes them myself so that I can make them the way I exactly. want them. But preferably, I'd like mm-hmm. my eggs to be in chicken form. So I'd like to eat them as mm-hmm. chicken nuggets or something, not eggs, eggs. So I prefer mm-hmm. them as chicken rather than egg, yeah. Yes, <laughs> I get you. <laughs> I, know, I know it's weird. Uh, either way, before I let you go, because we're done, Woo-hoo. Was that cringe? Was I do it again? <laughs> that was thank you, thank you so Great. much. It was so fun getting to meet you. Thank it was so you. fun getting to chat. Thanks to so you. much for the chat. What a chat, man, with Philippa. She's still one of my favorite people ever. And getting to chat to her is like a dream come true. Like I am obsessed with this lady, and the fact that I got to sit down, chat with her for almost an hour—that's mind blowing. But I hope that you enjoy the chat as much as. I did. Right now, as I always do, we get into music in a minute where I give you some of the biggest news in one minute or news that caught my attention and that I thought that maybe, hey, you should know them as well. So how about we get straight into it? So Iggy Azalea finally showed us cute snaps of her baby boy, Oinks. I think that's how you say his name, Oinks. <laughs> yeah, I know it's weird. Either way, he's so cute. And I think cute is a perfect way to actually describe babies or just this baby i don't know also this just came hours after she announced that she's a single mother which now means that she has split with fellow rapper playboy kati in other news mafiki zola's performance on the 947 online huawei Joburg day was amazing did you see it well anyway i'm not here to talk about that but their collaboration with cc is out now just months after they teased us and the song is called hambanaya you're definitely gonna check it out it's a jam. moving right along ariana grande's position brand new song debuted on the uk's official chart at number one also her album with the same name is out on october 30 and features the likes of doja cat the weekend and tight dollar and finally the world of birds have released their brand new ep called before the sun comes up i got to speak to two of the bandmates connor and benjamin who happen to be brothers and they are so excited for you to hear the ep for more click on musicwithmat.com as you know that I've told you this before that some of these news are exclusive to the podcast and some can be found on musicwithmat.com, which is the website. Coming up on the next episode of the podcast. Oh, what are my people with your breaking any Catch me on the next episode with my with my brother Matt on the on music with Matt podcast. How does one get over one million streams in three days? of releasing a song king 98 tells us all about it on the next episode of this podcast and i know that he wants to conquer africa because he is doing amazing things for himself teaming up with the likes of davido and so forth we'll get to chat to him on the next episode of the podcast live when you wake up on monday 6 a.m so I think that's how we can wrap the show for today, right? So thank you so much, actually, for listening to the pod show until the end. And remember, we are now available on Spotify and Google Podcasts. Check onmusicwebmat.com to find more places to listen to the podcast wherever and whenever. And I have been saying this. 
I really, really love Philippa so much, and getting to chat to her was an absolute dream come true. So, a massive shout out to her for pulling through. And don't forget to let me know who you want to hear on the podcast next, or if you just want a shout out, maybe we can just get that arranged for you. And you know what I always say please share the show with your faves so that they can share with their faves as well. And click subscribe and follow wherever you are listening to the show to get new episodes each week. So, for myself, Matt Solo, I'm having the most fun. So until next time, take care of yourself. If not, let the music take care of you. And that is how we wrap up yet another episode on the podcast. Don't forget to share and subscribe to get new episodes every Monday when you wake up. For more, click on musicwithmats.com.